This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the first Metal Injection Live Cast Bonus Patreon of 2021. Today, we are very excited to open the Live Cast Meme Hall of Fame. We are slightly less excited to announce Alex Skolnick has been hired as the Hall's custodian. Sadly, he was the only person who applied. Better than nothing. The Metal Injection Live Cast starts now. And his refrigerator is still running. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast Patreon bonus for January 2021. We made it to 2021. You made it to 2021. And we're here with you to take a look back at the glorious 12-year history of the Metal Injection Livecast. And, you know, we've noticed that some of our Patreons, 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 uh, our newer fans and, and, and might not understand the origin of some of our most referenced material. And so we figured, why not? Why not just uh, go, take a look back and uh, take a look back and, and look at some of our most famous memes, our Hall of Fame level memes. So thank you for joining us. Uh, it's Rob here with Darren, Sid and Noah. Hello. And, and first off, I do want to say thank you so much for being a patron. It means mm-hmm. so much to us that you enjoy the show so much that you want even more of our talking and you and you want to like look at us. So thank you. We really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm stunned by how many positive comments we get on our appearance. I never would have thought that in 10 years prior. I'm not stunned. I'm so glad I don't read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like, it, I don't mean that in the sense that we're ugly or something. It's just, I didn't think that'd be something people cared about that much. You know, see the way I take it is that they're just surprised. They expect us to be ugly. So then that we look normal and they're like, Oh, you're not like swamp trolls. Cool. You're making me not feel as good about this as I was a minute ago. That, I'm, I just don't I'm the like cooler people looking. You I just don't, don't like people looking at me. So you should put a mask on. I do. Put one of those filters. Hey, you have new filters. I, yeah. Sid's thinking of trying one later. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. we'll see. He's definitely not trying one right now. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. I'm fine. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to go back to some of our most famous uh, and, and some not as famous memes. And we're going to explore them. We're going to revisit them. Watch them again like it's the first time and some of these it's been really long time since we've seen these clips right like yeah uh and also (laughs) and also it's it's crazy to me uh how long how old some of this stuff is and i want to start with one of the uh biggest memes on the show you know let's just dive right in with the iron chic now the iron chic has been a meme in my life uh Far longer than the 12 years of the Metal Injection Livecast has been around. Um, You're a seven-year-old baby. Right. The thing about the Iron Sheik with you is, you know, everyone knows he was tag team partners with Nikolai Volkov, which is you. I mean, that tag team is you. Iranian That's exactly right, Darren. Uh, Of course, my mom is from the Ukraine uh, at the time, Russia. And my dad is from Iran. So that team was my representation in the world of pro wrestling. So I always had an affinity for the Iron Sheik. And then later in life, uh, when he was way past the age of uh, actually 
being able to perform in the ring, he got a second life as a, uh, a personality, as a, as a commentator of sorts through his shoot interviews, which are just interviews done uh, with wrestling websites that would be, you know, they wouldn't be in character. They would be take you behind the curtain. And Iron Sheik's interviews uh, were just just him cursing people out, essentially. And I feel like Darren, you and I, and Sid uh, as well, we would share these videos even before, uh, you know, we even started doing the show. Mm-hmm. 100%. Just share them with each other and crack up. And honestly, I vividly remember, Darren, you and I, we would just be quoting him so much once the show uh, kicked off. And me personally, I remember thinking like, I remember having this problem like, you know, I wish we could introduce the Iron Sheik on the live cast, but what does he have to do with metal? <laughs> Imagine the, those those simpler times when we actually cared whether we talked about metal or not. And, and like, I was just like, oh, well, people won't even know who he is. And Darren, you were the one that were like, well, let's tell them who he is and, <laughs> and, and explain the genius of the Iron Sheik. And uh, so this is, I think, the clip that made him most infamous. It is a shoot interview with RF video. What does shoot uh, interview mean? Well, as I just mentioned, it is a interview uh, that takes you behind the curtain. It's like a not oh. in char- an out of character interview where the person talks about what actually happened behind the scenes so to I, make certain things happen. Although it, be, you know, go ahead. Iron say. Sheik is only one carrot like there's no out of right. character for him he's right that's that fair guy, so but he yeah right he's in character but he's also revealing things about the yeah. business like that you don't talk about when yeah. you're at work i guess yeah right exactly that, that's a that's a great way of putting it Dorinsky. <laughs> and rf in the rf video stands for rob and frank right it's what you guys did before oh, yeah. metal no no we, listen <laughs> I don't don't tie him up with rf video that yeah guy had some serious problems that guy oh? wound up, he had a, a a pedo scandal like he got chris hansen oh shit i had oh. no idea rob wow. Feinstein, yeah. rob feinstein his name oh, is. no rob different rob <laughs> different oh, rob just making sure okay so here's the video uh you guys see it yes yeah all right See, I shake it. That's good. Come on. Now, also, I want to say this is now. This is this video was uploaded in 2007. I feel like this is even older than that. Oh yeah, this is over. It's crazy to me. This is over 13 years old. It's like 04 ish. It's like the birth of metal injection. Yeah, but I my thing about this that you you know you know you're in for uh, a roller coaster by just the sheer delight he has in looking at a beer. He's so, he's so like, happy. He's the happiest man on the planet just looking at a beer that he's a cold beer that he's ready to drink. That's how you know it's good. He I, loves the Heineken, I remember. I also want to say that this video is now the legal age of consent for Rob Feinstein. <laughs> Fair. Almost too old for him. I shake it. Then good. Come on. It blows up. That's a good cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in yeah. love. 
He's in love with that beer. I'm not Hollywood. Bullshit, Hulk Hogan. Right. I'm the red. You're real. <laughs> no, this is an iconic, an iconic line yes. from the Iron Chick. And, and again, now for people who don't follow wrestling, and I feel at this point now, everyone, even if you don't follow wrestling, you know the the narrative of the Iron Sheik. Uh, the Iron Sheik was the champion before Hulk Hogan. Uh, won his first world championship, Hulk Hogan being arguably the most famous wrestler ever. And Iron Sheik was the man that he beat to uh, become the world champion. And some would have called Iron Sheik a transitional champion at the time between Hulk Hogan and the previous champion, Bob Backlund, because Bob Backlund held the title for about six years. Iron Sheik won it and then one month later lost it to Hulk Hogan. There's an interesting thing I want to quickly say, too, which Iron Sheik talks about in another vi- uh, video, not this one, where he says that uh, one of the other promoters of that time offered him like a hundred grand to when he was supposed to lose to Hulk Hogan, just legitimately beat the shit out of Hulk Hogan, take break the his legs, break his legs and take the belt and go to that promotion and never lose the title and walk in with that belt. And he said, no, I will never do this because I have integrity, but fuck the bullshit. Hulk Hogan. Looking back, I should have fucking done that <laughs> fucking jabroni motherfucker. And uh, that person, by the way, is another live cast meme, uh, obscure live cast meme. Uh, the person who offered them the hundred grand is the Vern Gagne. The fucking oh. Vern Gagne. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have a... For AWA. Uh, I do have a, a, a drop of that's mentions Vern Gagne. Do, we, do you guys Let's remember? Let's hear it. Sure. Yeah. Vern Gagne fucked this guy's grandmother. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I, Ver, by I'm, the way... Yeah, go ahead. I have no idea what I was saying or who I'm referring to. Oh, well, to. I know I know what it was. Uh, the, the, the reason that Vern Gagne is a live cast obscure meme uh, if we do a little memorial right now, uh, the uh, Vern Gagne is uh, he was in an old folks home. He was like in a in a in, in a assisted living facility in his final years. And he had dementia and he got into a fight with somebody and killed them by body slamming them and thinking that he was in a wrestling match. <laughs> and so your 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 joke about the Vergania was from that conversation. Uh, about how he killed a guy in a <laughs> living home. It's all coming back to me now. It, it wasn't coming back to Vern Gagne, though. Yeah, <laughs> or any other wrestlers that have that CTE thing. Oh, all right. He just had the 107 years old thing. I'm not sure he had, he had the most boring like headlock matches. I don't think he ever experienced CTE. Yeah, he got over CTE in his 50s. <laughs> this is like a whole other thing now. All right, let's get back to Shiki Baby. All American gold medal. All American? <laughs> can, I, can I interrupt and say something too? Yes. He, you so can interrupt is, as much as you want there. This is his whole thing, which he's been saying for like 20 years, which is that Hulk Hogan's like real American. He comes out with the American flag and all that stuff. And, but. But the Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan's a fraud because the Iron Sheik was actually in the Olympics and he has a real fucking gold medal. And he is the real champion, not like as in a way of saying like not in fake wrestling. Yeah, that's the only way you would beat me. That's right. Has he ever fought against Kurt Angle? They ever have like a a Olympic? No, no. Hulk Hogan did. 
Yeah, uh, Sheik was already too old to fight Kurt Angle. Is there like a Royal Rumble appearance? Maybe no. No. I think they crossed paths because uh, uh, Kurt Angle expressed uh, respect for Shiki Baby because uh, Shiki was Shiki was I believe actually uh, Shiki was not allowed to wrestle for the Iranian Olympic team and that's part of the reason why he fled the country uh, and then uh, Vern Gagne was the one who like sponsored him and and got and and how he got on the uh, American Olympic team in the Minnesota. <laughs> Nice. But Vern Gagne actually thought he was Eric Estrada. So that would... <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, let's hear a little more of this. Oh, a big celebrity match. It's uh, Super Cade. I fuck. want to know, are you the man or are you a fucking piece of shit? No good motherfucker. <laughs> another, another legendary quote. Like, <laughs> like th- there's so much, like, unbelievable, like, no good motherfucker. I can't tell you how many times I use that phrase in a day, Very like, handy. unknowingly. Like, <laughs> just, just, no, that no good motherfucker. See, the, the thing is, in my, like, <laughs> before hearing these clips, I used to always, when I'd be mad or whatever, you know, I might say, wow, what a piece of shit. And I still do, but now it's with just with an Iranian accent. One hundred percent. You're a piece of shit. Shats with an A. Piece of shit. Jabroni. I can't, I, can't, I can't just say piece of shit anymore. It's no. He he took cursing people out to new heights, <laughs> to heights they've never been seen before. How do you demand? <laughs> oh, is that Sid? Oh, stop it. How dare oh, no. you? What a bird. <laughs> to be fair, I did think the same thing when I saw it. <laughs> go back. Go back a Blurry little. video. What's his name? Eric Sims, I believe, is his name. Oh, it's, that's not the pedo? No. no. Oh, thank no. God. Pedo was a youngish guy at this point. He was like a like a like a self starter kind of guy. Like yeah. he did a, this whole thing like when he was in his twenties or whatever. Yeah, I think even early, like as as a te- as a late teen, he. Did he you ever do any this. web design work for him, Rob? No, we never <laughs> we never crossed paths like that. Lucky That's for what, you, they might have taken your hard drives too. Well, Rob was like. Rob was like 15 at the time he was doing those web gigs. Yeah. I mean, Rob Rob Feinstein might have tried something with him. Oh, no. Uh, I was Rob, probably a little too tall for him. Oh. Yeah, that's true. You didn't project, even though you were. 15. Oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the guy, by the way, Rob Feinstein. This is who we're talking about. But uh, all right. Anyway, enough about him. <laughs> this is the way. The reason I wanted you to go back is so I can set this up. Like, okay. The, the agent is calling him to tell him he has a gig tomorrow. And that's what you can't really hear on the phone, but that's what he's going to respond to. No, no, it's the opposite. It's this is the, isn't this the, the drug dealer says that he could come drug tomorrow. Dealer. Look, cause probably and, the same thing. His agent. And by the way, do you have dealer. any medicine for him as the graphics? Oh, out. okay. Sorry. I've been living a lie. This <laughs> Fuck the tomorrow. You know, fuck it. I'm coming tonight. Fucking bullshit! Wow! <laughs> like every every little segment of this is like just iconic chicisms yeah. that we take for granted now. I guess no that way. makes it's sense. A, God, no, sorry. It's a part of our daily vernacular. Yeah. yeah. 
I, 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 I guess tomorrow. Come on. Fuck. I guess it makes sense because he would never get that mad about anything except not having weed like when he needs yeah, it. Like right. Coke. I think it was Coke. Fuck the tomato! Like, can you imagine it? The, oh, the uh, the maid called. She's not gonna come to your crypto. Oh, okay. <laughs> fuck the tomato! Fuck the maid! I told you to fucking clean my oven tonight. <laughs> fucking bullshit! It would never happen. Now I'm just picturing the sheik using an oven. And I can't picture it. Like, do you think he makes his own food ever? I told Chris Benoit, <laughs> I come to the Georgia. You set the oven to the fucking 350. You put the mozzarella sticks in the side. You heat it till it's crispy. Crispy brown on the inside. Golden yellow on the, in the inside. Red brown on the fucking outside. But then you killed the fucking baby Daniel. He never gets to eat the fresh oven baked mozzarella sticks. He put baby Daniel in the oven with the mozzarella <laughs> Fucking up baby Daniel in the oven, motherfucker. You're a motherfucking jabroni. Hockey talk about You should have killed your fucking damn self in the oven. Instead of killing your fucking kid. I, mean, I, feel, like, I feel like we need to bring up the baby Daniel clip too. Yes. Yeah, Actually. that's coming. Let's get plowed. Well, let, let, let's get yeah, this. Yeah, let's get this one. This could yeah. might be a whole Iron Sheik episode. Actually. <laughs> yeah, we might actually we have a lot here. <laughs> Super Pro, you are good. You are the best. <laughs> Look at but the anger. Shooting wise. I beat the fuck out of you. I love how with shooting, he's talking shoot wrestling, like real uh-huh. wrestling, but he does the gun shooting, the shooting wise. Yeah, you sure are? Maybe he means, he means he's going to pistol whip. Yeah. Look, let me go back. If only Sheik was there, he could have stopped the snooker from killing his girlfriend. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, shooting wise. I'll beat the fuck out of you before you rip that fucking girl, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, shooting wise, shooting means talking about the business, like we said, but it also means being real in the ring, like you actually hurt somebody. Like like shoot fighting as opposed to like like not play fighting, but you know, like like kayfabe. Right. It basically like means, it means not pretending whether you're talking or whether you're fighting. You're not doing the wrestling, the fakeness of wrestling. Right. As you know, shooting was <laughs> I beat the fuck out of you. Brumbler, you are a punk motherfucker piece of shit. You are a fucking fuck. Oh no. You, some, of, some of this doesn't doesn't hold up as much as the other. Well, but, but also But uh, we know he's a maniac. It's not like yeah, we're defending yeah. what he's saying. Also, yeah. uh Brian Blair, what a career researcher he had just by didn't Brian Blair run for governor or something? I think something oh. like that. Yeah, state senate job in WWF because you suck, Hulk Hogan, dick, <laughs> and you fucking suck. Did he Hulk just grab Hogan himself? Yeah, he had to punctuate that point by grabbing his own dick. <laughs> you suck, Mister Hulk Hogan, dick. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, though, how respectful. Even he's cursing at Hulk Hogan, but he calls him Mr. Hulk Hogan. Mr. Hulk Hogan. I think he's being sarcastic. It's a Mr. I will never call you the fucking Mr. Except, maybe, except motherfucker, sardonically motherfucker. <laughs> Mexican. He's okay. Better than nothing. I oh, got to back Better, that up. Than, better than nothing. That's a classic. Oh, another legendary one. As Tito Santana is a Mexican. He's okay. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Better than not having. Not having Reality? an ethnicity, yeah, like not yeah. being just white. It's better. Yeah. He's not Iranian, but he's still a brown person, so he's better than nothing. <laughs> All right. White people are nothing. That's fair. That's, That's a drop. Also, That's how I always shit. took it. I probably like no good motherfucker, Jack Robbins. You're no good motherfucker. You didn't have balls. You take your fucking head ball of coke over the border. <laughs> But I take it for you. And we get over the border, and you just give me a little bit of fucking your coke. You didn't split. You didn't split. You didn't you give me split. half and half. Look at yeah, he's like way hammered at this point in the shoot interview. Like this is definitely deep in the interview. You can see that they edited these together like chronologically, so he's getting yeah. more and more ripped as he's talking. Oh. But I love that part where he can't say the word split. It's like not a complicated word, boss. He has it's to like it half is. and half. Split, split. like half and half is harder. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like split, it, it requires so much tongue use because you because first is the it's the s, it's the s, and then the then you have to move your maneuver your mouth to do the p, and then maneuver it in a completely different way for the l. These are three letters right next to it. Split. It's hard. Iron Sheik, how do you feel about the word split? That fucking word is a jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> no good motherfucker. Jack Robbins, you're no good motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck down the regime. Another piece of shit. No good motherfucker. He's like bipolar now. Come Look at how faded his American flag do-rag is here, too. <laughs> oh my God. acid that comes out of his head. It was brand new at the beginning of this uh, interview. <laughs> For him, for autograph section, he tell the people, no, get the fuck out of here. And he's supposed to be very face. And he tell the mark, no, no autograph, get the fuck out of here. Since that, he was an giant. He was a piece of shit, no good motherfucker, <laughs> French-Canadian piece of shit. He's not Canadian. Dan Murati is a no good motherfucker piece of shit. He's a liar. He's a son of a bitch. I love how he rolls his R with the liar. He is a liar. He's a liar. He knesn't know the way. R's are that. There's no R that doesn't know. Let's go back a little bit. I want to hear that again. Dan Murati is a no good motherfucker. This is Roddy piece Piper. Roddy Piper? Is that who he's talking about? Uh, is that Dan? Yeah, I guess so. Because I, I was like, who's Dan Roddy? Yeah. Dan. Oh, maybe he means uh, Dan oh, Maroney. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he's a liar. He's a son of a bitch. Randy Savage, you're no good son of a bitch. He's still alive. Man. But it's still a luck. We had the marijuana. And we had the coke. 
But Nicola, no good son of a bitch. This is Give me a break. when you guys would ask me if I would fuck a wrestler. It seems like the interview is just like throwing out names. And he's just responding. Yeah. And he just yeah. calls him a no good son of a bitch. Yeah. This is the same. This started out, this segment was Iron Sheik. Would you fuck any of these guys? And he answered, no, he's a son of a bitch. I wouldn't fuck him. He didn't even give me a little bit of coke. <laughs> Fucking Dan Ruddy, I'll never suck his dick. <laughs> Tila Santana, he's cute. He's better than nothing. Okay, break time. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Break time. I don't want to talk to him. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Call him one more time. No, I can't. He said not to call anymore. He, said, he said not to call anymore. Fuck Jim. I talk to him. He don't want to. He don't want you to call him. No, no, no. You call him. I talk to him. You call him. I talk to him. He, we already did that. He don't no, want to. No, no, no. You call him. I talk to him. Hey, man. <laughs> you tell me you come to the New Jersey. You have A to the Z for me. No, you cannot show up. You are a piece of shit. No good motherfucker. Don't laugh at it, baby. Fuck the letters of us go. You don't like him? Okay. This whole about, thing feels to me like one of those like casting couch porn videos gone yeah. wrong. I was going to say, yeah, there's something weird about this. <laughs> like at what point does the interviewer bust out a dildo and wave <laughs> in his face? Like, that's like... Sheik, how old were you during your first sexual experience? <laughs> Do you have a boyfriend, Sheik? Does he know you're here? It is Rob. It is Rob <laughs> Feinstein. Are you wearing? It is Rob Feinstein. Maybe he yeah. gets to that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. You got to play that in sequence. He just he's just firing off names and he just says fuck that guy. That's all that is. What two in a row? What about, uh, Larry Zabisco. What are your memories of Larry Zabisco? Fuck the Larry Zabisco. You don't like him. You don't like him. What about Ted DiBiase? <laughs> fuck the Ted DiBiase. <laughs> I think he doesn't even remember half of these guys. He's like Vern Gagne. Dust <laughs> You're no good mother. Barry Bonds! Nicola, you're no good son of a bitch. Nicola. Chief Russia. <laughs> son of there a we go. bitch. You're no good motherfucker. Almost are going to jail for you. But you are another fucking jackass. No good motherfucker. <laughs> You I like that once in a while mother. he'll sprinkle in a different insult just to keep you on your toes. Like, right. oh, he's a jackass. What? He does. When he gets drunk, he like really leans on this classic. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. like, it's been it's been a while since I've seen this. Business. This is just as funny as the first time I've seen it. It's so good. It really is. <laughs> Walker, you are a cocksucker motherfucker. I can beat the fuck out of you with the bottom of my little finger. You're no good motherfucker. It wasn't his little fuck finger. Fuck you, piece of shit. You're no good motherfucker, piece uh, of shit. Carol, you're a gold digger, no good son of a bitch. But another little fucking punk, piece of Who shit. Who was the gold digger? Carol Briscoe, maybe, I think? I thought it was JR. JR? I don't think he knows Jr. I don't really? think he he worked with him. Oh, maybe, maybe, know. yeah. I guess probably him. I think he was tougher than Aaron Sheik. 
Also, do you think not knowing yourself. a person would stop the sheik from calling them a no good motherfucker? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a fair point. He might know some, heard something about yeah. him or whatever. <sighs> also, JR was uh, in WWF before he ever went over to NWA, I think, right? Like in the old, old days. No. No, he started really? with Bill Watts, JR. Oh, okay. You are a fucking punk, piece of shit, Canadian. No good motherfucker. You want to call him now and tell him you're a piece of shit? No, 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 no. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. We got to finish the tape first. Okay. okay we got- hey, They're don't like holding. Me, don't fucking untrap me. <laughs> Sorry, Sheik. Not- um- <laughs> They're like keeping him hostage to get more yeah. content. And like, no, tomorrow you'll get the coke. Yeah, he's been there for 19 hours. At this, <laughs> this is just like stress torture. <laughs> stress positions. <sighs> a little bit of coke. He's already sobered up twice and been made drunk again. <laughs> I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm down now. <laughs> All of the clips from our Rihanna and Iron Sheik song come from this. So too. far, good, right? Yeah, good. Good. <laughs> Natural. Right. Natural. Sure. <laughs> Beautiful. Like legendary. And then I think this is the Baby Daniel thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah, yeah. a shoot. Right, what you mean? See, you try to talk comedy and that's your stuff. But my son is different. Yes, you're serious. You're serious. Of course, but, I have it to but it works. It works. No, no, no. This comedian, baby face, or comedian heel, they don't ride a dime. I'm a real serious. Oh, this is not a baby deal. Or baby face. I'm not jabroni. I'm not comedian. Big red. <laughs> oh, he does get to it. You're another jabroni. For short period, you was okay. But Hulk Hogan, <laughs> for sure, you cheat your wife, man. You, you cheat your wife. The girlfriend of the, your daughter. You have sex with daughter, girlfriend. What kind of fucking man you are? Who's Dora Gelfand? That's his daughter's friend, Dora Gelfand. I heard you Bibble. Yeah, Dora Gelfand was fucking Mikey Bibble. That's Bubba the Love Sponge's real name. Mikey Bibble. <laughs> Darren, you Darren. Oh, oh, Darren, you're involved in this? <laughs> but Hulk Hogan, you cheat your wife, man. You cheat your wife, man. I love that, like, cheat your job delivery. You cheat your wife, man. <laughs> hey, man. That's why Vern Gagne thought he was Eric Estrada. Girlfriend <laughs> of the, your daughter. You have sex with what did I, how did I get in this? Darren Girlfriend. What kind of fucking man you are? Darren! Hogan, what's going wrong? Come back wrong. You break my heart, man. You tell Jimmy Hart, my first manager in the Tennessee, King Jerry Lalo, to return. You tell oh, Jimmy Hart, take a shaky baby now. King Jerry Lalo right there, sorry. <laughs> Can you get to the part where he says baby Daniel? Yeah. Am I not I don't think this is the, the one. I got the wrong clip. Okay. Uh, there is on. no wrong clip. Are, are they... <laughs> you have to search the Chris Benoit. It's when he's talking. He's with the hockey talk man. No, are you wearing overalls? Yeah. Man, you really went country. Look at this. Well, I'm, they're like, whatever. 
It's for Luke Harper who who passed away. Oh, oh that's nice. The nice tribute. R.I.P. Yeah, I made that up. All right. So there's <laughs> <laughs> there's a few clips. They're kind of long. Oh, which should which which well, should let's we... just stick to our memes? This we could play on the actual show. Well, Look, no, this is the this is the baby Daniel one. I think. No, there it is. Yeah. Look, this this one. The second one. Yeah, yeah I think this one. Man, she really goes into hotels with strange men a lot. Yeah, this is it. So, okay, so again, a little bit of context. Chris Benoit, uh, wrestler, was very famous, uh, famously, uh, infamously, I should say, uh, killed his wife and his seven-year-old son, Daniel, and then and then killed himself. And then he strangled his son uh, to death. And well, so suffocated, suffocated. suffocated him. And so uh, here is Iron Sheik, who lived in the same town. As Chris Benoit strangled his wife and they were they were acquaintances. They weren't fr- I would say they were friends, but they would run into each other. So here he is talking about the situation. He's only he was seven, seven years old, and he was able, right? And, it, and that, what, what was it? By the way, that's Salvatore sincere in there. Just egging oh, him on. I didn't know that. I didn't know yes. Marietta. Another wrestler. Yeah, Fayetteville. Your name and five minutes from each other. Like you can tell that he's been screaming a lot because his voice is so hoarse. Yeah, this one. Well, this is probably they're just in a hotel after like one of those meet and greet kind of fan Mm -hmm. fests, I'm guessing. I'm Simon Uh, 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 Oh my god. Pennsylvania. You no, need to mash that up with Mike Francesa going. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a gift from the past. That's what Dora Gell fan is. That's what I said. Wilkes-Barre, Philadelphia, he says. Hey, it's like it's like Wales, Australia. Yeah, it works. Chris, come to me. He says, Shiki, baby. But like Sheik himself originated the Shiki baby beam. I love that, too. No, but everyone called me. Oh, yeah, that's true. He said, Shiki, baby, I'm alone, son. I'm alone. And we are naming after 15 years, Christmas Ball. I'll teach you. I'll come the cave that film in the Westbury Pennsylvania. So I'll tell you and all your students how to do the exercise. And you tell me, Shiki baby, I'm alone. I'm your name. Give me your number, I call you. I give my number to the Chris Belmont. Chris said, I'll call you to come see me. That was the last time I saw Chris. And I heard 
Chris killed Elliot. Chris killed Nancy Sullivan. How can I be normal after that? I said, fuck, man. Jake, don't worry, you weren't normal You're before that. You're the greatest. Then. You're the best. You killed Daniel, seven years old, and you killed Nancy Sullivan. I love that he calls her Nancy Sullivan, even Not. though she's the Nancy Sullivan, even though her name at this point would be Nancy Benoit, because she's uh, Chris Benoit's wife. Sullivan was her ex-husband's last name, Kevin Sullivan. Why <laughs> she kept that name? Fucking milieu. I mean, he's saying Pennsylvania. You think he's yeah, going to have any yeah. consistency? I didn't get a chance to come see you in the faithful after five minutes. I think there's a better one. From each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other one is this one with the three of them yelling. Yeah, we could just scan, we could scan through it. Sorry, let me lower it. You should have killed your damn self. That's where that one comes <laughs> This one, This shoot interview, folks, if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, is one of the most chaotic things I have ever seen. These three guys will say whatever for a buck and they just they go I mean, go I ham. Show them. You know I mean? Okay, Rob, what was that? What are your thoughts on the Chris Benoit tragedy? Uh, he, he obviously had, you know, when I met this kid, he was 140 pounds. He, he had, he was a really, 140 really, really pounds. small kid. He was so quiet, so mellow. Like, we don't need the serious answer, right? We could just scan right. through. Minor. Yeah. I think he had some. Yes, I would. There was no sign of a struggle. Get to when Sheik talks. That's when it's interesting. <laughs> yes. Still, look at the difference in tone immediately. Hunky, I love you. Hunky. Hunky. <laughs> Imagine saying that like without any irony. Just like he means it so purely. He sounds like no, Pinky Brewster's father. Honky. He meant honky in like a derogatory way. A racial slur. <laughs> Punky. That's what I thought of. That is perfect. How can I kill my son, Daniel, seven years old? Christmas mom, I saw you three weeks ago in the Vesperi, Pennsylvania. You told me chic. You have to give she credit. Like he's cutting a promo right now. Like his cadence is really good. Like the way he's like, like there's a musicality to his delivery. Like better than, not, it's better than anything WWE did in 20 years. Like he's his passion is really, really coming through. Like, you know, what I mean? like all kidding aside, you can tell like he's this is yeah. uh, something that genuinely hurt him, which is completely understandable. And like the, the passion with which he's delivering this is incredible. He's got the same mustache as Sid. You killed yeah. Daniel. my style. I did that. Why you killed Nancy Sullivan? But remember, Christmas Ball. It is really also impressive how you can just turn it off yeah. and get serious. More yeah. remember, Chris Benoit. It's just when the I only s- way he knows. I'll meet you at the WrestleMania 2. <laughs> Fuck you up. You turn me cheeky, baby. I'm lonesome. I live in Georgia 45 years. 
Crespen Ball lived Fayetteville, Georgia, only 15 years. Crespen Ball, I can you fucking kill Daniel? Daniel was seven years old. I don't mind you kill Nancy Sullivan, <laughs> but how can you? You kill don't mind. <laughs> You Jack quietly sitting there thinking of all the seven-year-olds he's murdered. Like, man, if she found out about my shit. Oh, man. I hope I don't lose my friendship with that. He's against child killing? You get a lot of heat me. I should cancel the appointment we had later. I love that he says Chris Benoit has a lot of heat with him. Uh, he's dead cheek. He's dead cheek. He's got a lot of heat where he is. <laughs> I like Daniel. Oh, yeah. Eventually, I ended up leaving the motherfuckers to keep. Okay, I think that's. <laughs> I think that's the rest is just new. That's Jack. basically what he says: is you should slap around a little, but don't kill her. That's his whole. <laughs> I've so I, I, kid, that's not a joke. That is actually yeah. the upshot of what he says. There. Of course, this all this sheiking around <laughs> led to me meeting the Iron Sheik, and it was a reunion because I do want to share that I met him as a kid. He came and did. <laughs> Uh, so at the end of the summer, uh, I, of course, lived on Brighton Beach. At the end of the summer, there would be a uh, a street fair uh, all along like the half of the, the neighborhood. And it's to- and and over the years, they would do these signings in the in the mid 90s with like these com- <laughs> like forgot about 80s legends. And I just remember one day one year i didn't go and my dad came home and he was like rob you gotta come there's a wrestling signing and it's the iron Sheik." and i remember uh what happened was my dad came to him and told him that he was iranian and and, and iron Sheik instantly like loved him and they talked and then literally iron Sheik just came around the table and as we were taking this photo you'll see he's not looking at me he's talking he's cutting a promo about how iran is number one country and all this stuff and he was just totally on it was such an amazing moment and then and then of course i met him all these years later to to do this video and the first question you asked was hey do you remember when when we met 18 years ago (laughs) i did not say that i did not you get in fits of the middle section. <laughs> middle section. What a life this guy has. Every interview he does, he's on a bed. In a <laughs> so comfortable. So this was, there was a roast, Darren, which I believe you oh. went to in, in Caroline's, a roast of Iron Sheik. And so he was in town for that. And I, uh, he had since dumped the agent that looks like a, a shit that Sid took. Because, <laughs> oh, thank you. Because that guy was very. Oh, that guy was his agent. Yeah, that was his agent, Eric Sims. Oh, I thought he was uh, like an RF helper guy. 
No, that, like production. No, no, no. He's a he was a wrestling agent, but like he was a really scummy guy and just, you know, taking advantage of Sheik. So then uh, she cooked up with these uh, Iranian Jews, the Mangan bros. Uh, and so they became his management. And that's Megan, what like Megan. Oh, Megan. Megan. Yes. Yeah. Megan is, is, is something team. else. That's a different <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Come on. So, so, uh, <laughs> but they actually like completely. I uh, love Jose Mangan. He, they completely <laughs> made his career. Like they, they set up his, his social media presence and, uh, and, and they created that documentary, which, which is very, very good. Chic, which I believe is streaming everywhere. So, uh, I was able to secure a quick interview with Chic Baby. Objection Junkies, Rob here, honored to be with the legendary WWE Hall of Famer, world champion, the Iron Chic. Make it louder. Oh, that's another some time to talk with us here on Metal Injection. You have a lot of fans in our audience and they're very happy to see you today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing so far excellent and Robert and since I'm here everything good and pause it for a second. So it seems to me like the Iron Sheik has been shrinking over time because that metal got bigger. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. It's the same metal, right? Yeah. Also, he's he's so much more subdued. This is the real chic. I made it from Georgia. Can you get a little uh, louder? City Atlanta to uh, here, and uh, my agents uh, Megan was very happy and good to see you also because I heard you're the father Iranian and pleasure to talk to you. He loves Iranians. He loves it. <laughs> pleasure to talk to you as well. I wanted to get your opinion on some of the bands that we, we talk about on Metal Injection. So uh, just let me know what you think of them. I, I don't know. You might not have heard of some of these, but we can, ju- we can just go and you can tell us your opinion, okay? We'll start with uh, uh, Motorhead. Lemmy and Motorhead, of course, do Triple H's uh, theme. What do you think of the Motorhead? I respect Lemmy because they <laughs> smoked the coach and uh, are one of the great, one of the best. And, of course, uh, Fozzie with uh, uh, professional wrestler Chris Jericho, oh, no. a colleague of yours. What do you think of Fozzie? Oh, Fozzy Chris Jericho, he is one of the best. He's great. But if he gets smart with the Iron Sheik, I'm <laughs> going to sure make him down and do something to he respect the Iron Sheik. <laughs> and also, I'll make him to he even get Ebola. And what about the <laughs> darkness, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> what do you think of Ozzy? Ozzy Osbourne, I saw you on the TV one service. You had fucking dark glasses. You are look like fucked up and drunk. And same thing, your bitch wife. If she gets a spot with me, I can beat the fuck out of her too. Ozzy, Oz, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, it's a different Ozzy. That's why he didn't get sued. I thought he said, uh, I thought he said Ozzy Osman. Ozzy He probably thinks you, you asked about Donny Osman. Yeah. <laughs> Fan of Ozzy Osbourne. All right, uh, let's keep going. What about from WrestleMania 3, Alice Cooper? Alice Cooper, I saw you on television. I'm confused a little bit. I don't know you are good or you are bad. But don't fucking get a smart with Aaron Sheik. Otherwise, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and what about a legendary metal band, Judas Priest? Judas Priest, you look like Rob Thomas 
already locked you. And what about <laughs> one of the greatest <laughs> rock bands ever? What about Kiss? Kiss, you have a sex more than anybody, even with opera, I like you. And what about the <laughs> biggest like metal you. band of all time? What about Metallica? Metallica, you remind me of my good friend, Hunky Tonky Man. I really like you. And you know, Iron Sheik, there was a, a rumor that Hulk Hogan was going to play bass for Metallica. Do you think Hulk Hogan would make a better bassist than he would make a pro wrestler? Oh, fuck that guitar <laughs> and fuck that Hulk Hogan. He was a nothing in the wrestling next to Iron Sheik and he's going to be nobody there next to that is fucking guitar or whatever bullshit he do. All right. Well, that was the Iron Sheik's opinion on some of our favorite metal bands. Maybe not so much some of Iron Sheik's favorite metal bands. Thank you so much, Iron Sheik, for hanging out with us a few minutes. And make sure to check out the amazing Iron Sheik documentary, Sheik. Thank you, Sheik. Any final words? Thank you, Robert. I want to say hello to all my friends about my documentary. God bless you guys, and have a good day. Fuck the tomorrow! Bless. <laughs> I also want to say, because this was like around, I think, the same time, but the Iron Sheik, uh, when I got married, was nice enough to write a, a congratulatory tweet. Uh, and he, he tagged uh, my wife, uh, intelligent lady, the Jennifer, get married tomorrow. I'd be happy for her and her husband. No, I break his fucking neck. He not take care of her. <laughs> That was very nice of him. Oh. Bless his heart. Yeah. So how long did that, like, so that see, that looked like it took a few minutes to make that video with him, but yes. how long did it actually did take? Did you have to, like, explain who the bands are to him? Yeah, so I'll give you a behind-the-curtain thing. Yeah. Like, his manager was kind of hyping him up and telling him, like, how to, how to roast each artist. He didn't know who the fuck they were. <laughs> he okay, was like, uh, but he was, like, very, he, he was a, like, he was into it. Uh, but yeah, so that, uh, and then he was just hanging out and uh, just getting ready for that roast thing. After a while, I was like, all right, we should probably let him rest or whatever. He did a nap. Uh, but what's funny is as we were leaving, it's like, oh, Nikolai Volkov is coming up. And I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> You're like a kid in a wrestling candy oh. store. So, uh, I mean, like, I feel like we can play Iron Cheek clips all day. There's so many that, uh, like the one on the public access show, uh, where, you know, where, where he doesn't have his teeth in yet. Like, I think that was also, uh, a big, uh, like where he's just cursing out Brian Blair. <laughs> well, what about the Kermit the Frog one too? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on. That I do have just the really just the beginning of it is the is the highlight. Do you remember like how hard we were laughing at all of this when we first heard it? I'm I my mean, cheeks I'm hurt now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, hello, folks. Kermit the Frog here with a legendary Iron Sheik. Hi, Sheiky. Oh, hello, Corbett. How are you, Mama? Corbett. How are you that? Uh, I kind of remembered how you uh, costed me at the last show, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I was a little bit upset and mad. Okay. I was upset and mad, Corbett, but uh, I'm okay now, Baba. All right. I'm sorry about that. I'm I, okay. I love you, Dad. So I'd like to ask you a little bit. Um, how did 
did you defeat Hulk Hogan in that match a long time ago? You know, Corbin Bravo? Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was a chap when we fought that jabroni Hulk Hogan, Corbin. Corbin. He turned into Kyle Corver from the NBA. <laughs> I bet you that Cheek has an extra pep in his step because there's a man leaning like right underneath the table. Like, <laughs> no, Noah, he thinks that's an actual talking frog. I know, but he also knows that there's a man leaning I mean, there. Just independent yeah. of the frog. He just thinks there happens to be a real live talking frog and just randomly a guy. Just a man the kneeling before me. Corver, Corver, I love to talk to you. You're my favorite frog. But why <laughs> this man down here? He wants to suck my dick. Motherfucker. <laughs> He never says Kermit's name wrong the same way twice. Yeah. Corbett, Corbin, Corver. Where do we get grasshopper dick from? Okay, so uh, yes. uh, It's this is one year to 1987, WrestleMania 3. The Pontiac Silverdome, Pontiac, Michigan, over 93,000 fans. You teamed up with Nikolai Volkov to take on the Killer Bees, and that's where your feud began with Hacksaw Jim Duggan when he interfered at the end of that match. What was it like to be in that massive crowd? You asked me excellent, excellent question. <laughs> the great feeling all time I had all my life, Mr. Dan Maloney. <laughs> it was that night, Pontiac, Michigan, Silverdome. He didn't put his teeth in. This was the OG clip. This was before, I feel, the Aura video uh, one that actually, yeah, yeah, you could see 2006. Maybe that was 2007. I want to point out, going back to something we said before now, this this clip has replaced in my vocabulary saying good question. Whenever I want to say, wherever I would say good question, I say, Dan Moroni, you asked me excellent, excellent question. I, 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 there are so many times where Darren and I are chatting and and he'll ask me, I'm like, I will respond. Excellent question, Dan Moroni. Like, like, it's just, it's totally ingrained in my lexicon now. Play that back, please. I just want to hear that one more time. It's so wild hearing the the origin of these things that I say over and over again. The great feeling all time. To take on the Killer Bees, and that's where your feud began with Hacksaw Jim Duggan when he interfered at the end of that match. What was it like to be in that massive crowd? You asked me excellent, excellent question. The great feeling all time I had all my life, Mr. Dan Maloney. It was that night, Pontiac, Michigan, Silverdome. His name is Maroney with an R, right? Yes, sir. Man, that was a great honor, great feeling to wrestling next to 93,000 people. No any musician, no any football player, no any any sport event in your country sold out. I mean, uh, Pontiac, Pontiac, Michigan, exam wrestling. It was a great feeling, Dan Maloney, to <laughs> wrestling with uh, uh, Jim Brunzeller and that jabroni, Brian Blair. Brian Blair, right. Brian Blair, you are another <laughs> faggot son of oh, a no. no good low life. So I want to let you know you are punk, you are fag, you are punk, little gay, worse than Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. 
Worse than both. It was a great feeling. I have a lot of respect for them. His partner, Jim Bronzeri from Minnesota, great athlete, great high jumper, but the little punk, Brian Blair, another little fag, Brian worse Blair. than Michael Jackson. And I didn't like him. I didn't like his attitude. He was a punk. I can break his fucking back. Break his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. I didn't do it in the Pontiac, Michigan. Wow, that, that RF video clip didn't have any break his back, make him humble, yeah. which is one of the most iconic <laughs> chic lines. I think he says it during the, but you just, they, yeah, cut, it out, they cut it out. <laughs> Stupidly. <clears throat> Because respect my sport and respect Mr. McMahon. You were a professional. A professional. Otherwise, was was ready to do a dream or country way. All <laughs> country him. The thing is, he's always saying homophobic slurs and all that, which I get it. That's like his lexicon. That's just the way he talks. He's a bigot, whatever. But well, I he's think always I he's always talking about fucking asses, though. Yeah. Right. Like fucking men's it's like a prison dominance thing. It doesn't make him gay. <laughs> yeah, I think at some point somebody must have told him to cool it with the, you know, the fag stuff because he stops doing that. Like, yeah. this is the only interview where I, I hear that. Listen, an RF uh, video. Saying oh, the RF, he says it. Oh, he says it was. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but but I, you're right. You're right. But I think like after this period, he stopped like he hasn't said it in forever. Yeah, he had yeah. to be weaned off of it. It was like, okay, <laughs> five times a video to four times, and you work your way down. He had to be weaned off of uh, weaning. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he gave him a lobotomy. Oh, a second one. <laughs> Don't fuck his ass. Make him humble. Train respect sport and respect Mr. McMahon. Old country oh, way. He hasn't Other said grasshopper dick yet. I was ready to do a dream, all country way, make him humble, suplex him, put him in a camel clutch, break his back, and then fuck his ass, make him humble, treat respect already. And I didn't do it because for the God and Jesus and Mr. McMahon. Could you imagine the trauma of someone breaking your back and then instead of calling the hospital, he fucks you, he rapes you? (laughs) Could you imagine how devastating that would be? Think old, about what this man is threatening. That's the old country way. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever heard him say grasshopper dick. I think it's always in print on his tweets. I don't think he's ever said it. You are Boston Michael Jackson. I'll never respect you again. And then he was lucky. You can always tell what's going on uh, in the news. When he's... American 2x4. <laughs> you was lucky, punk. I didn't break your back to fuck your ass, make you humble. And he was the lucky. That's very sporting uh, of you, Sheik, to, to like break the guy's back first. Why don't you give him a fair chance to not get his ass fucked? Yeah, right. To break his back first, so he's paralyzed. <laughs> he, he, the rape is what thing. should break his back, right? If you're doing it right, right. That's the correct way. That's yeah. the real old country way. He probably just likes really curvaceous backs. We also didn't get to uh, God bless his mother. God bless oh, his father. Break his back. You know what I'm talking right. about? Because I'm a shooter, man. You're a shooter. 
And again with the finger guns. I never respect the gay. I never respect the fact. You are worse than oh. oh. Hogan. And you lucky I didn't break your back and Hasha come save you. And uh, that was a great feeling to wrestling 93,000 people and you were so lucky to the Hacksaw come save you before I break your back and I do all country way uh, to make you uh, humble. It's like that's the name uh, of the movie. And besides that, everything was great. Besides <laughs> 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 oh so this guy whose ass I had to fuck after breaking his back and paralyzing him. <laughs> all the bones that char- like scratched my <sighs> while I was fucking them. <laughs> All right, I, I think that's a good amount of chic, right? Yeah. Like we we can always revisit chic. There's the, like there's like four other clips that I found that I'm like, oh yeah, there's this one too. But I think I think we could move on. Uh, thank you, Chicky baby. You, wh- where would we be? And of course, you like could years of content. Yeah, you can always go in our archives uh, and, and find all of our Chicky baby content because <laughs> it's there. It's definitely there. Uh, and let's see what else do we have here. So, what sh- what should be our next uh, dive? Because uh, we spent like an hour <laughs> just <laughs> in an IG clip. So, I what guess should we, we do? did Darren's background? Let's do your background, Rob. All right, let's do the iconic Douglas Levison. Also, it's crazy to think how long ago. This uh, clip popped up in our hearts and in our minds uh, seven years ago. Trumpet fight. So, uh, how did this all happen? Just on one of these New York blogs, uh, we just sit, or I believe, send me a link like, "Hey, check this out," and it's just <laughs> some guy uh, heckling a street busker for being awful at, at playing trumpet. And the video is just called uh, a trumpet fight. Right. That's it. Which is also the name of Noah's favorite jazz metal fusion band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Sound like it. No, that's not it. There we go. Yeah, I just see the grasshopper dick. Yeah, we're not. We're already looking at the right screen, Rob. Oh, my apologies. Share the wrong screen. Hold Go on. home and practice, Rob. I'm <laughs> gonna break your back and make you humble. <laughs> I'm mad. All right. Then fuck his ass. Here we go. Yeah, suck. How dare you consider anybody else? No. No, you go. You can... I'm not going anywhere, shithead. Get the fuck out of my neighborhood. Yeah. Now I just want to say, like, <laughs> we've all we've all been there where we wanted to do this in, on a New York street, like, yeah, or, was... or in a subway, right? He's a hero. Like... He's a hero. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, Sid, is there a part of you that like wishes it was you doing it? See, the thing is, I I relate to being annoyed with. Uh, you know, people playing horrible music in public, but I can't relate to wanting to eat your lunch out in public. <laughs> I think I relate less to that. So I, I'm more anti-Doug because why are you eating your lunch outside? It's like you're asking for it, really. 
He's an he's an aesthetic. He's an, yeah. You don't like you don't like eating outside. Sid? Well, fresco. I don't like alfresco. I always wondered if if uh, some if someone was playing good music out there, would he have enjoyed it, or would he just look down his nose at anyone playing music because he thinks he's better than everybody? I think he would have walked up to the guy and still been like, "I walked Bob Dylan to the stage," but like he would <laughs> he would have said it softly. But he, he just wanted to get that out himself. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the clip then. Let's get back to this iconic moment in New York history. Everyone knows someone like this guy. <laughs> you turn it up a little bit. It gets louder too. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll work it. You guys let me know when it gets Ride a little too loud. I just want to point out the other guy's like, okay. And the, and his response to the guy going, okay, is no. <laughs> You're no. not okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you go. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh. oh, he's like ready to hit him. Did you see that little hop he did? He's so that's, <laughs> like, like side shuffle. That's like the type of hop that Bobka does when I'm like holding a treat. <laughs> he's like uh, he's like Super Mario getting a coin or something. <laughs> hop. <laughs> Another funny thing about this that's very subtle is the trumpet player is trying to taunt him by leaning in and playing in his face, uh-huh. but missing all the notes. So they're kind of yeah. confirming what Doug is saying. <laughs> yeah, like like there's I, what I love about this video is there's a huge element of truth to what Doug like Douglas oh, yeah. Levinson does know what he's talking about. You know? He's Mark. He's Mark B. He's, he's the, the the point is correct. It's the delivery that's awkward. And then the trumpeter called him a Jew bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in the defense of the trumpeter, at least he's like in a in a nook somewhere. He's not like in the middle of where the people are walking and playing. <laughs> right. In the trumpeter's defense, where can you really go to practice trumpet? You got to go somewhere. He's obviously, his arm. obviously his wife doesn't want him playing at home. Yeah, picked him out because he sucks so much. How are you supposed to get better if you can't practice? Go to music school, like I did. Wasn't he busking? Yeah, well, fuck tell. that. Well, who busking? Who feel like I'm supposed to be happy with that? <laughs> Fucking just a, that's another word for annoying me. <laughs> trying to earn some extra cash well he just i mean look he's practicing he his his gig uh bag is open anyway you just leave it out if someone wants to throw some coins in they can i'm just like oh look, if i see the guy i don't go and yell in his face but i would not be sad if every busker stopped busking tomorrow Oh, I'll be, I'll why? Be God, for, God forbid there's some culture not, in this. I'm thing. not going to go to the extremes of Doug Levison and go shout them down. Of course not. But I could do without it in my life. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, but I could. I could <laughs> shout them down. So I don't want to have the argument, but he's not he's not wrong. Where are you from? Go to a studio and rehearse. 
<laughs> it just seems oh, like something. Oh, this is what I was saying. He was just like, look, I'm trying to rehearse. He's like, go yeah, to the yeah, studio. Good. He's right. for studio time. Yeah. We're, how can he afford you? Is Douglas going to pay for his studio time? Yeah. I mean, does he have any connections? But does that mean that you go out in the street and do it, though? Where do you where would you go? In your house, but like his wife doesn't want to hear it. Fuck his neighbors so? don't want to hear it. Marry someone who supports your music. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. The neighbor has to put up with it, but uh, but uh, you know the, the 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 neighbor doesn't have to put up with it, but the people in the street do. Well, you don't have to stand on the street. You can keep moving. They now you're chosen. just blaming Rob. They this looks like a midtown. Bit. This looks like a midtown. Uh, you know, like a, a part of the city where it's not like anyone's on the ground floor. And all, uh, these types of buildings have soundproof windows anyway. It looks, it looks like a federal building. Yeah, it's fine. Like this is not. This is. This looks like. This does not look like a residential area where he's practicing. It just seems like something. Well, there's something very arrogant about Douglas Levison, and at the same time, there's something very arrogant about. It's something about assuming that everyone wants to hear your shit that you're playing. I, I, that's one thing. Wait, but that, I know that. No, no, no. He's just practicing. Yeah, he just needs a place to go practice. I don't think he's practicing. He like, doesn't want to hear me. It's yeah. Just, I just need somewhere to practice. Doesn't he have the thing open with the money? Couldn't Isn't he collecting tell. money? Well, to be fair, the thing with the money is not open right now. Here, uh, I'll get the clip back on the screen. You'll see this is here. It is. Do you see my mouse? It doesn't matter if he's pra- he's practicing. I can still hear the, the the music being played. What's the difference? What the intent is? But like, why are you just standing on this block? You can keep moving, right? I guess Who lots of people stand on lots of blocks. Oh, you mean Doug? Yeah. Well, that's where I think he's being unreasonable, too. I mean, yeah. he could just walk away. I yeah, right. the, thing, the thing that undermines Douglas Levison's case here is that his shrieking voice sounds even worse than the trumpets. <laughs> he's only making it worse. I think it's a tie. OK, fair. It sounds like a like a trombolene. At least Doug is funny. Yeah. Like let's let's examine this for a second, right? There's a hundred thousand of those fucking trumpeters all over. But we've gotten ten years of comedy out of Douglas Levison. All right, who's more valuable to the to the ecosystem? Oh, oh, absolutely. Of course. Okay, now the trumpeter is walking away. Who the hell do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? This, I didn't realize how much of a one-way argument this is, yeah. too. Like, the guy's not even engaging him. He's, like, right. walking away. He, he doesn't care. Like, go away. And, this, right. and Levison is so riled up, he just can't. It's definitely overboard. He's, he's obsessed. You any kind of honest? Anybody know who you are? Maybe everybody else wants to join the peace and quiet. I also want to point out how close he is to the camera person, and he completely fits in the frame, (laughs) in this portrait iPhone frame, like full body, and he's like right next to the camera guy. This is before the wide angle lenses, too. This is a guy. I've. I mean, we all four of us have grown up and lived in New York our whole lives, and this is. Every, like so many people, he's just emblematic of so many people that live. He is there. so New York. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. 
And also, oh, as it goes on further, all of his bragging points, every, everybody in New York knows somebody who happens to be famous, you know? So just the random name dropping, it, it really ties it all in. I want to say that he fits into the frame because he's missing a couple of vertebrae. Yeah, it's just really <sighs> strange. He's very some, squat. There's some form of like osteoporosis going on. <laughs> he's a hunchback, I believe. And like, honestly, I got to give props. I got to give props to the trumpeter because like he's so strange looking. Could you imagine being confronted with this person for the first time in your life? Very scary. Very scary. What would you do in that situation? I I think I would do what the trumpeter did and just sort of stand there quietly and take it all in. I would have yelled back at him. Uh, maybe I'd swing the trumpet at him. I don't know. I, mean, if I'd I guess it depends what he's arguing about, because I wouldn't be playing a trumpet. You know what I mean? It'd have to be. Yeah. What is he addressing me with? Yeah. What, what did I do? What was my okay, grievance? You're playing a shofar. I wouldn't be doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing clips of uh, Chevrolet Corvair, baby. <laughs> you're ref- you're umpiring his softball league, and he didn't oh. like a call you made. Oh, in that case he's gone. <laughs> Cost. He's he no, Douglas Lemon is one crowd. of the few. Yeah, he's one there's of the no few people that can play catcher while standing. Yeah. So and he's good. got no strike zone, so how can I even call a strike on him? It's Three foot seven. <laughs> Maybe that's why I call the strike zone right, strike right in the middle, and he got how how can I have a strike zone? I'm three foot four. <laughs> the White Sox tried that back in the day. The guy yeah. drew a walk. Eddie Goodell. No relation. <laughs> Anybody know who you are? Maybe everybody else wants to enjoy the peace and quiet. This is one of the most important places in all of North America. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> you miserable, presumptuous, no talent. You're no artist. An artist respects the silence that serves as the foundation of creativity. Oh. You obviously don't have the talent. You don't like what fire he's spitting yeah. right here like whoa like he prepared the speech yeah like, the moment he's been waiting for <laughs> like i, I want to know what douglas levison was doing immediately before this like what was going on like how was his day ruined where he had to take it out on this guy and what's in the bag i bet it's like a half-eaten stinky tuna fish sandwich yeah, that's yeah. what was ruined it's a fucking Len- guarantee- it was a lenwich <laughs> i guarantee he was at the library and his microfiche got caught in the machine <laughs> So pissed off. Don't take it out on the trumpeter, dog. Come on. (laughs) Who are you? You miserable, presumptuous, no talent. You're no artist. An artist respects the silence that serves as the foundation of creativity. You obviously don't have the talent. You don't have enough respect for yourself or other people or what it is to express yourself. This is a Shakespearean moment. This rant was the basis of the movie Whiplash. (laughs) <laughs> he has a little uh, acid reflux here for a second. Hold on. Do you see that? Hold on. Hold on. Here it comes. Or what it is to express yourself. Oh, and there you- it is. A little burp. <laughs> I, thought it was, I, thought, I thought he choked back a tear, to be honest. <laughs> He's getting emotional. Ready in the form of creativity. And I'm an NYU film school graduate. Sucker. <laughs> Sucker. And the visual arts. And the Academy of Art University in San Francisco. You suck. Fuck this you are no talent. Trumpet. Yeah, yeah that's so funny art. how he like bounces when he gets really mad. I love it. Very that looks like he has some titties. 
Yeah, he's the whole. There's a lot of misshapen things going on. But the the thing, the good thing is the New York thing he does is he he just does a long rant and at the end appends on something else. He's like, "I want Bob Dylan up in nineteen seventy eight. Who are you?" That's a very very New York thing. The who are you just comes at the uh, who are yeah. you? You know what he makes me think of? Like when you're playing Mario Brothers and you squash one of the Goombas and then they like walk away. <laughs> He's a squash like Goomba. He yeah. <laughs> you suck. You are no talent. If you really had talent, go practice and then get yourself a gig. Instead of ruling the end of the day for everybody down here. You disgrace. You are everything that's gone wrong in this world. You are so consumed. No- I, I do want to say this is very cathartic because I've absolutely wanted to yell these things. <laughs> People that would come on the subway to play, especially when they suck and they're a disgrace and they're no talent hack. And, oh. and, and it's everything that you're saying, Darren, which is like, how dare you like have the the nerve right. to come and interrupt my day but i think that's a different scenario because like i'm trapped on the fucking subway like you're coming on like just a random block it's a little it's a little different to me but- i agree i would walk away too if i so i'm not gonna stay yeah, yeah, yeah. With the guy but i do think there's some level of presumptuousness there like why do you think anyone wants to hear this? <laughs> right even if, wants good, to- even if you're good yeah, I think it's presumptuous. Absolutely. I- Absolutely. Like, I want to like, let me choose what music I listen to. Thank you. In public. Uh, so but anyway, uh, I just wanted to get that out because this this part is like, yeah, like this is a face promo here. This is Mark B <laughs> like like level promo, which, by the way, I think Mark B needs to be in, in the Hall of Fame episode. Really, yeah. Two men, one you man leads. Imagine a tag team of Mark B and Douglas Levinson going around, (laughs) cutting the bullshit in New York. I want that reality show. Is there one chance, any chance they could do any physical activity without dropping dead immediately? (laughs) No. It's it's like a weird version of of the movie Twins. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're both Danny DeVito. (laughs) Literal twins. They are twins. It's the Danny DeVito in a dual role. For <laughs> gig, instead of ruining the end of the day for everybody down here, disgrace! <laughs> you are everything that's gone wrong in this world. I mean, look at that bag. It's like filled with no air. Talent. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, shit. he's holding it so tight that it's it, like a bubble. It looks like there's papers in it. You gotta go back. That's the best line of this whole thing. Mm. You gotta go. Yeah, like this. This whole part is. I'm sorry. I just never noticed how he's holding the bag. It looks like a balloon. And I'm an NYU film school graduate, sucker. He's got the, the head of another trumpeter in there. That's what's in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the head of Levy Kletsky. Another. Oh! <laughs> he played the trumpet. That's where he went wrong. In the Academy of Art University in San Francisco. You suck. You are no talent. If you really had talent, go practice. And then get yourself a gig. Instead of ruining the end of the day for everybody down here. You disgrace. You are everything that's gone wrong in this world. You are self-consumed, no talent, mediocre piece of shit. And I've earned my right to say it. Okay? I had 200,000 people in Brooklyn. <laughs> In 1975, I walked Bob Dylan up on stage 
Who the fuck are you? I knew the Grateful Dead from 1966. Who the fuck are you? You nothing. You nothing. You are nothing. So much credit. Never. So much. So much credit to the, the, the guy holding the camera for holding it oh. still, because I would be fucking trembling. Yeah, like you don't even hear his like heavy yeah. breathing from like, 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 the, like, the, like if it was me, you would hear. The whole time. This guy's got a steady fucking hand. Great cinematography. I mean. I wish we knew who he was so we can send him a thank you card. It's Warm Bill, Bill Mack. <laughs> Bill Mack. Right I, thought, I thought it was Dan Maroney. <laughs> the 4.5 million views. Wow. Uh, how dare you? Two million are ours. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> you miserable, mediocre nothing. What is he doing? Who is he calling? So delicately taps his phone. Crack <laughs> stupid little smile. Little pip. Go work to play. Go work to play. Hold on, my medication's ready at Rite Aid. I just got an alert. I want to say, he's blown up. He's blown up. He's at a loss for breath from how much he's yelling. Like, look at how heavy he's breathing now. He's he's imposed all of this stress on himself. He only hurt himself. He he makes mocks the guy's face. Like, look at your face. <laughs> and you will never be anything. Never. <sighs> oh, I got How a text. How dare you? How dare you? That's what Darren was saying is this prescription. Miserable, mediocre, nothing. Shame on you. <laughs> stupid little smile. Little pip. Don't work to play. Him calling anyone play. else a little pip You're is flat. incredible. But... You can't even carry a fucking. I said pimp. I don't care about your little. No, no, pip, 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 pip is an insult. Well, in this case, I guess. I thought he like, said pimp. No, I don't think so. Pip. It's probably like an old timey from like back in the day when he was in the NYU. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, <laughs> school of visual arts. Pull one lip. It doesn't mean that you know how to play. You're flat. I'm trained classically. I'm trained contemporaneously. No. 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 He could only handle three minutes of that. Then he was like, all right, go away. Bless his heart. I have gone on. The guy just like ran out of recording space or whatever. And clearly there was like a preamble before the video started rolling yes. that started the whole right. thing. I mean, thank goodness we have this video. Someone in the comments said, this guy looks like the human I drew when I was two years old. <laughs> and then there was a like a follow-up, right? Like someone tried to call him. Yeah, well, they, they pranked him and pretended to be someone interviewing him about his fame, you know, his... Uh, right, right. But they, they just asked him stupid questions. And he gets mad. I wonder if he's still alive. Oh wow! There's a new interview with him from last year. I, uh, it's one minute. So we got to like just look at this still. Like really, I just want to make sure I'm sharing the right window. Yes, here we go. Look at this. Oh, look at no, look at how adorable he looks. He looks like looks. my aunt. Oh. 
<laughs> Look at this little tick. This is what a perfect shot. Jesus. That's definitely his house, right? Or like the nursing home he's in. Is he using a, a no. hairbrush as a microphone? Oh my God. What is happening? That can't be. What is going this on? Is in the date, it says it's 2015. So is that is oh. this from last year? From I guess it's five years she, this person interviewed him uh, in 2015 and Let's just, just uploaded it. We'll yeah. figure it out as we watch. Okay. Social sciences and had a very early interest from by the Beatles from the time that I was really 10 years old, not even. We then formed my this. friend and I formed Flower Power Creative. Um, that's based on got the politics in there, women's rights, the uh, fine arts, music and fine arts, uh, animal rights, the environment, <laughs> and that's very broadly based so that we can be a hub. The idea for us basically. This is actually the scene, that. the deleted scene from Borat. Oh no! They're both using hairbrushes. Yeah, what is this? Are they gonna put it in in post and then they just forgot? <laughs> CGI. She's actually using her dildo. Oh. Uh, oh. Working with different people and organizations to bring solutions right. towards the problems that are facing the world and get them solved. This, this shot. What is this? It's like a Twin Peaks. It's like a Tim and Eric shot for me. It's amazing when they pan over and Iron Sheik is sprawled out on the bed next to <laughs> Fuck the tomorrow! <laughs> Douglas Larson, you're right. This is the clip with the grasshopper dick. <laughs> of all the fucking things that are wrong. I guess that's you it. Also, Weird. You also, is also going to have a grasshopper dick? What's that uh, guy? Imitating him there? Douglas Larson? Oh, this, this guy, is, I guess um, so, yeah. Okay, not bad. Uh, oh, wow. I guess that's it. I mean, that's oh. plenty. <laughs> <clears throat> what and is that this? Is, yeah, uh, what is that? Oh, wait, what is that? We never saw that. Oh, whoa, what is this? His side of the trumpet fight. Oh, there's also Hello, sorts of world. Content. This is Planet J. This is Jesse and Jeremy. And we this have isn't the call on the podcast today. No. This is a privilege of ours that was audio to only. talk to oh. Doug Lefson. You guys have probably oh, seen the video. Oh, he didn't his name. Levinson. Oh, to Levinson. Not Levinson either. He was a face guy. Like <laughs> Allen. Steve yeah. Allen, you guys, I met with Orgy Meadows, Sister Jane Meadows. I met them at Fifth Ave. Been more day. name drops. The nicest people you'd ever meet in your life. So name drops that, that no one knows from like <laughs> 40 years ago. He's tiny Joe Franklin. <laughs> It kind of looks like Joe Franklin. Oh. My friends, uh, people playing out here in the street with the trumpets. Uh, sponsored by Strites' Matzas, my friends. So there we go. That's that's Dougie Fresh. <laughs> He's got a fresh mouth at the very least. That's for sure. All right. Um, you know, I think we were going to do Shlomo as well, oh but I God. feel like if we do Shlomo, this will be one of the longest episodes we've ever done. We're already two yeah. hours with this stuff. And Shlomo, um, Shlomo's his own episode, I think. Yeah, so we'll definitely, you know, next month, 
you know, we could always do another one of these. Yeah, it's like a cliffhanger. And uh, we'll definitely we'll Bring kick it. it off with Shlomo. As we were doing this show, I just kept thinking of more and more memes that are awesome. So w- this will be a series. Yeah. Like what? Give a tease. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to put Wait, no. Hold on. What was I just... What meme are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to let me write it all down and think about it. Write it down. Practice. I don't, I, I don't mean to hang out to drive. Get a gig. Listen, I'm trained contemporaneously <laughs> and uh, not uh, computerly. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm like short circuiting. Oh. All right. Well, then, uh, I want to thank you again for being a member of the Metal Injection live cast star Patreon community. And I want to give a, a huge thank you to the Iron Sheik, to Douglas Levison, to Hulk Hogan, to anybody with Grasshopper Dick. Bullshit Hulk Hogan. Baby Daniel. Yeah. He can't hear you. <laughs> Noah's got heat with him. Baby Daniel's uh, not our patron. Badly. He would have been. Yeah, he all for sure. So. Oh, that's- you know who I, um, JCVD. That was one that came into my head. And the whole merd thing. I was going to say baby Daniel would be 21 now almost. Sad. Bold for Rob Feinstein. (laughs) What a waste. Different Rob. Different Rob. I want to just (laughs) clarify. Offensive. Yeah. Uncle, like when we were talking about Rob as as a little boy, I remembered Uncle Fazl and Uncle Gana. Yeah. And you got also behind you, Yeshiva Rumbum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that I was, uh, it was for Shlomi. (laughs) Oh, okay. And the, Shlomo was the Chacham of metal. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. It's a little teaser for the next one. <laughs> oh, Rob, I think Rob was the Chacham of metal. Yeah, I was the Chacham of metal, according to Shlomo. He's the one that called you that. He dubbed you. Mm-hmm. He first coined <laughs> the term, indeed. So we got plenty to do. Thank you for being a patron. Uh, and. You know, uh, of course, check out the archives. Plenty of fun stuff. If you just hopped on the Patreon bandwagon, there's plenty of of bonus episodes in our archives. You could just hit like the bonus tag in the Patreon just to see the bonus ones, not just the the video ones. Uh, and uh, thank you. Uh, any final words from from the gallery? Yes, Rob, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> No, no good, good motherfucker. Jab- no good jabroni. <laughs> grasshopper dick. Said we never got to hear grasshopper dick, but I don't think he's ever said it out loud. I think he just tweets that. Okay. And on that Sometimes note. I get my shtikis confused, whether it's you or him. <laughs> uh, okay. Good night, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs>